Hello, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, another podcast movie review. A movie from 2014 called Deliver Us from Evil. I got to meet director Scott Derrickson uh, at an early preview for the movie Sinister. He and his screenwriter buddy uh, were actually in the theater and answered questions after the movie. And at this time, he had directed The Exorcism of Emily Rose. He had directed the remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still. And I asked the question, I was one of the first people to ask a question, I'm like, what was the difference between working on something, a big budget, uh, big studio film like The Day the Earth Stood Still, and Sinister? And he had a one-word answer, freedom. So he did take a break from the big studio movies, but funny that now he works for Marvel. He directed Doctor Strange and is directing the new Doctor Strange sequel, what he's calling the first Marvel scary movie, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I've been a fan of his work. He produced uh, Sinister 2. He's made a few other movies, and this was one of them. Right before Doctor Strange, he made Deliver Us from Evil. Now, it's based on a true story, a book that came out in 2001 about a New York cop who dealt with some things that could be construed as possession, uh, demons, you know, the whole nine yards. And the movie says it is based on actual events, but the filmmakers admit that it is an original story that does pull from that, that, that nonfiction book. The movie's about a cop. And his partner, who answers some calls that leads them to bigger things. And the movie takes his time in getting you into the whole demonic possession thing. Obviously, if you've read the back of the Blu-ray cover, you're going to know what this movie's about. But well-filmed, well-acted. The movie looks fantastic. The cinematography is great. Christopher Young does the music, who I first remember him on some 80s movies like Hellraiser 1 and 2, and now he's he's done probably over 100 movies now. Uh, the music was pretty good, too. But this is a, a movie that kind of subverts what you expect out of a horror movie. It's more of a police procedural when it starts, and then... Eric Bana stars in it. Uh, there was a rumor that it was originally going to be Mark Wahlberg, and I don't think the movie would have played as well with anybody, with Mark Wahlberg or anybody else. I think Eric Bana did a fantastic job. Olivia Munn plays his wife. I think it's probably her best role. I mean, she really does a great job. Joe McHale is in it, uh, Joel McHale. Edgar Ramirez plays the priest, kind of a, a street-worthy priest, and the movie was made for just $30 million. It's a Jerry Bruckheimer production. You would think that they would have spent more money, more explosions even, if, if Bruckheimer. But they actually kept this a very grounded movie. It, it's hard to call it a horror movie, although it does have some horror scenes. It has a little bit of gore. And it is R-rated, which is, is kind of cool. At the time, in 2014, when this came out, almost all horror movies were coming out as PG-13 movies. So I thought it was very cool for the studio to release a rated R, based on a true story, semi-horror film. Now, the movie's been maligned a little bit. Like I said, it was made for $30 million, went on to make uh, almost $88 million, so it did make its budget back, almost tripled its budget. But on IMDb, it's currently sitting at 6.2 out of 10. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's sitting at 28%. Metacritic has it at 40%, yet Google users, 90% liked it. What does that tell you about movie reviews? I am just as guilty as anybody else is looking at those numbers. But this was a movie that I didn't see in the theater. I picked it up on home video cheap. I watched it, and I honestly pulled it out last night because I didn't remember much about it. 
I knew what it dealt with, and I and I knew that I overall liked the movie, but with my new idea of podcasting and reviews and all that, I watched it with different eyes last night, and it's a really good movie. It it has a ton of atmosphere. It sets things up slowly, uh, where you get to know the characters and what's going on. Uh, the opening scene that takes place, I guess, in, in Iraq is pretty dark and doesn't really tell you a whole lot, but it's a good jumping-off point for the movie. As the movie goes on, more and more strange things happen until we get to some serious horror stuff by the end. And not to do any spoilers, but the movie does feature an exorcism, and it's one of the best on film. This is the guy who directed The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which I thought was really good. And he took it even up a few steps higher in this movie. It's it, The ending is pretty, well, the not the ending ending, but the, the final stuff, the third act, is pretty brutal. And I'm thinking the whole time, and he's making a scary Doctor Strange movie. This Wow, I cannot wait. Because this movie drips with atmosphere. It's got good acting all around. It's, it's well-paced for its 118 minutes. If you haven't ever seen it, don't look at the Rotten Tomatoes and just know that 90% of Google users liked it. And I thought it was a pretty darn good movie. Maybe how it got mixed up is it, it was marketed as a pure horror movie, and it's more of a crime drama horror movie. It There are some horror elements in the first two-thirds of the movie, but it really doesn't become a, a superior horror movie until the third act. Like I said, there are some things, and, and it's, it's giving you the hints, and it, at no time do you doubt that this is probably something akin to demonic possession and but the even the priest in the movie Edgar Ramirez he slowly lets Eric Bana's character into this world and I thought the movie had a very positive ending for one of these dark horror movies I thought that it was based on a true story they they probably did the story justice even though they probably made it a hell of a lot more cinematic than it was in reality and it makes you want to you know delve into a little bit more of the true story of what really happened. So might want to pick up that book at some point. But anyway, Scott Derrickson's career has actually been pretty solid if you look back at the movies he's made. The Doctor Strange was obviously his biggest hit, and The Exorcism of Emily Rose, his early movie, was also a pretty good-sized hit. But the guy seems to be pretty cool. I follow him on Instagram and Twitter. He seems to be making the movies he wants to make. And and that is one of the best things of any artist. If they can make the movies, the music, the books that they really want to make, the paintings, the sculptures, whatever. Uh, doing what they want to do without having to do what they have to do to survive. You know what I mean? And so he seems like one of these artistic guys that's actually fulfilling his creative vision. And now I'm thankful that he's getting some large success. Dr. Strange did very well. He, he has now been a producer on the, the movies that feature Dr. Strange and he's got the sequel coming, but I just can't wait because Dr. Strange is my favorite superhero long before the movies. This, uh, this goes back to my childhood, but anyway, deliver us from evil check it out. Let me know what you think. Put it in the comments below. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. You can uh, subscribe to my podcast all over the place, including Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and more. Got a Patreon page if you'd like to check that out, and I'm very thankful that you have downloaded this, streamed this, and I'd love to know your thoughts on the movie if you've ever seen it. I'm Scott Hamilton. Thank you very much for listening. (laughs) 